0: Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. It's just me again this week. Um, Trish actually had an event, so hopefully she's having a good time. And, um, yeah, so it's just going to be us today, you guys, and we're still going to recap. I will say for The Young and the Restless, um, pretty much... Four out of the five days really focused on Tessa and Mariah's wedding, which we are going to kind of chat about that as well. But um, toward the end of the week, we did kind of see a little bit of a different vibe when it came to uh, storyline. So we'll talk about that too. So uh, for you guys that are new here on the podcast side and on the YouTube side, Welcome. CBS Soap Dish Recap has been doing our podcast for the last three years uh, now. Um, For those that are old school folks with us, you remember Keisha. She is in deployment right now and she'll be back in the fall. And right now filling in for her is Trish. And like I said, Trish actually had an event this weekend. So we're just going to go ahead and jump in and do this. So, normally what we do, we uh, recap The Young and the Restless first. And then the second half of the show is The Bold and the Beautiful. And then we finally, at the end, recap um, what well, we do, what is called a flip the script segment. Which is, if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. Alright, you guys. So, without further ado... I'm going to give my summary. This is for the week of May 16th through May 20th. And I don't know if you guys have watched today's episode. Um, It is currently Friday evening. So um, we're still going to talk about it. And hopefully you'll get a chance to check it out. All right. So let's do the recap for this week. So for the week of May 16th for the Young and the Restless, Tessa and Mariah walked down the aisle at their wedding and then we also had this week mariah and tessa exchange heartfelt wedding vows we had diane crashing mariah and tessa's wedding and then we also had hold on one second um for thursday and my system is moving slow so bear with me but yesterday, we had the whole thing where Jack and Diane sleep together. And then today, um both Kyle and Summer decides to tell Ashlyn that he's no longer welcome in Harrison's life. So, yeah, we have a lot to uh, unpack in this episode. And, yeah, it's pretty darn interesting to say the least. So, let's talk about this. So... As I said, we really didn't have a bunch of moving parts this week with The Young and the Restless because for the most part, I would say mm, three uh, three and a half out of the five days was pretty much about Mariah and Tessa's wedding. Um, I absolutely love the scenery. I did post a video last weekend showing behind the scenes and the setup of the reception. That place is absolutely gorgeous. I like the... I see my favorite color is purple. So, you know, the purple tones, the pink tones. I mean, they tried to do a 70s vibe, which I thought was really cool. Um, but I really think production did a great job with that. I mean, it was... It was nice. I really loved it. Um, speaking of the wedding, I think the vows were really nice. Um, it was romantic. Um... And I didn't know what to expect with the 70s-themed wedding. I don't know. I thought of psychedelic clothes and uh, shoes with the big heels in it or the bell-bottom pants and go-go pants and things like that. But their dresses, gorgeous. I don't know if you guys follow um, CBS Daytime on Instagram because... They actually did kind of like a mini fashion show of the ladies and their dresses. And they even had a mini little fashion show showing the actors and their dapper suits that they had on. So, I thought that was really, really cool. They looked really good. Um, But like I said, the, the wedding was very romantic. It was a tearjerker, you know. Um... I know that, um, like, I know Chloe said something interesting that kind of brought the light to the way of the world in which we are in now, because, I mean, she mentioned something like years ago, it wasn't even legal, and now look at, you know, how love works or something like that, so it definitely, uh, paid tribute to, uh, their love, you know, and, um, like I said, the setting, the valve, everything was cool. The reception was fun. Um, only thing is, let's carve out some things. So one of the things I want to carve out is Diane crashing the reception. And then this little forming triangle that may be coming to form between um, uh, Allie And Crystal and Noah. That look like it's going to be interesting. So let's talk about that first. So it seems that, um, and I could be wrong and maybe it's just me, but I was kind of picking up on vibes that Noah may have had a little interest when it came to Crystal because she did. If you haven't checked out the video that I did earlier this week, you guys on, on YouTube, I talked about that triangle that could be you know, possibly happening. So, I honestly think that he there's some interest there with Crystal, especially now that she's in town and that, um, you know, pretty much all the charges are dropped. She gets to start her life new. Then we got Allie, which is Jack's granddaughter through chemo. And Allie looks like she has a little bit of interest in Noah. And especially how the conversations that she had with Noah at the reception, I actually would like to see. If I had to pick between the two, I actually would like to see him with Allie. I mean, that's just my thought. Um, I know a lot of people were chiming in when I posted it in the Facebook group, and most of you guys said Allie. So, hey, I guess it is what it is, right? Um. Crystal, Crystal. a lot of folks are thinking she's coming with trouble. I don't know if they're just trying to connect it with the fact of her past and everything, but a lot of people see her as trouble. So, I don't know if that's going to work, but I would like to see him with Allie. Now, I don't know if he's as interested in Allie. I think that one is going to have to happen organically versus, you know, whether or not he has an interest in, um, in Crystal, right? So, you know, we will most definitely have to see in that regard, you know what I'm saying? Um, in regards to, uh, Allie, cause she did meet him at the coffee house. I think she was really trying to connect with him. We saw conversations that he she had with um, Ashley and Jack later in the week trying to get, you know, kind of asking questions about Noah. So, I see a little triangle, or maybe if not a triangle, a little love interest fawning there for Allie. So, we'll have to see. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section, especially over on YouTube. Um... Who is your favorite? Who do you think Noah should choose? Right? Then, also at this reception, we had this whole crazy situation where Diane crashed the party. And she was watching from the background. She didn't make herself known, except that Phyllis found her. I just think Phyllis needs to just butt out of this. She, it's interesting that back in L.A., she was the one to tell Jack, you need to let Kyle figure this thing out. And, you know, as much as we can't stand her, she needs to be the one. I mean, he needs to be the one to make that decision. Yet, we see Phyllis interfering and trying to start fights, trying to control her, lock her up, kick her out, whatever. Let's not forget adding her daughter in the mix because Summer's back in town. And as much as Summer in front of Diane said, "Um, yeah, you know, whatever my husband wants, I will support. Then she has a conversation with her mom saying, yeah, I got my eye on her. And she looked like she's trying to control the situation from behind the scenes. So, Yeah, she kind of rocked Kyle to sleep with. I'm going to let you guide the way. But I do see a little bit of manipulating on her part. And I mean, I understand because Diane has a history. But the thing is, is that they need to let him figure that out. Seriously. Seriously. seriously, seriously. It's his call. It's nobody call but him. And Ashley or Phyllis or any of their relationships with Kyle is not the same as the type of relationship that um, Kyle has with his mother it just isn't so to think oh my god look how he treated me as you know how she treated me he's gonna she's gonna treat Kyle the same way not necessarily that's her son that's a totally different relationship than one that was strained that you had with, of course, uh, that Ashley or Phyllis had or anybody else in GC had with, um, you know, with Diane. So, I just think they need to just butt out. Let, um, you know, let them figure that out. I mean, look at what happened with uh, Sheila Carter. I mean, and I know everybody's pissed off. She the one that killed them, but there was a lot of events that led up to that point. And granted, she shot the gun. And we'll talk about that later. But there's always a pathway to the end. Each ending has a trail of events that happened before it got there. And it's a lot of people not not taking accountability. Maybe one. Because I honestly think that if these two people had handled that correctly, they might not be in the situation that they're in. But we'll talk about that later. I don't want to jump the gun. Anywho, back to the young and the restless. So, speaking of family problems, Jack decided this week to have a conversation with Kyle and Summer about what happened with Ashlyn, Locke, and the Newmans. And what did he do that for? Because here's the thing. Kyle is afraid that Ashlyn is going to do something to Harrison. That boy has been in his life longer than you have. Now, I get it. Ashlyn did some horrific things. But I got to say, and if you guys know my podcast, and you've heard me talk in the past, the Newmans aren't without blame because they were trying to play chess with him. He each played chess with them, and they got checkmated, and then they want to cry foul. So that's a whole other story. Go check out my previous episodes. You'll know what I'm talking about. However. Kyle is like. Oh no. We got to keep him away from Harrison. Do you actually think. that uh, Ashlyn Locke is going to do something. To do something. To that boy. Who he actually thought for a number of years. Was his own blood. I just. These things with. I don't know. I, I just don't agree with the fact and I'm sorry about that. My that's my computer kicking off notifications and I've been trying to figure that to turn that tone off and it's it's irritating. I'll figure it out because it's uh interfering. But we're gonna get through it. But um the relationship that Uh, Ashlyn Locke has with Harrison has no bearing on what happened with the Newmans. Seriously. And Kyle, you signed a contract with this man for you to be the biological custodial parent and let him be the legal parent even after knowing what happened with the will, with his uh, his situation with... um, his best friend, and that was okay. So we saw the scene at the park where they took Harrison out to play. Harrison saw Ashlyn, ran up to him, was happy to see him. And, of course, both Summer and Kyle is trying to stop that interaction. They send the boy away. We even get to see Victoria lurking in the background. And I'm like... Are you going to say something? I mean, why are you going to let them stand in the way? you just that vindictive? Anyway. So, Kyle tells Ashlyn, Well, you know what? I heard what you did. And it's reprehensible. And you're never going to see or, you know, you need to stay away from Harrison. And I'm like, dude, you were in a whole affair. With his wife, especially with Summer saying, when, when Aslan said, well, Harrison is my son, Summer put her two cents in it, saying something like, oh, he's not your son. The only way he, Tara lied to you. Yeah, but why did Tara lie? Because she slept with your husband. And Kyle knew that he was married, which is why they were sneaking around. So he is no saint in this situation either. Tara, yes, she kept secrets on both sides. She kept it from Kyle. She kept it from Ashlyn. Y'all figured this thing out, but all because this messiness happened with the Newmans, now you want to take Harrison away from Ashlyn? You asking for disaster. And I don't know what it is with these shows where these people continue to... uh, and try to intimidate or throw threats at people who you know can do worse than what you could ever do to them. It makes no sense. But anyway, I'm just giving Kyle the side eye. Like, really, dude, you going not let this girl sit up there and say that when the only reason you got this boy is because you slept with this man's wife. And she hid it from the both of y'all. So, stop trying to make him look like he's crazy for his lies. Because um, you were being dishonest yourself. That's just my two cents in this. But, unfortunately, he walks away. He leaves them there. Which, I would have been like, oh, you ain't heard the end of this. We had an agreement. A contract. But, um, Victoria... Didn't say nothing. She let that go down, and then she act like, "Eh, hey, oh my God, hi guys. I knew you were in town." Like Victoria, really. You know that man loved his son. I know you feel some kind of way about what happened to him, but that's what you get for marrying a snake. You knew what the snake was was capable of. You're a snake yourself. But anyway, so. I don't know. That whole thing was just a hot mess. I didn't like Summer in you know, just throwing her two cents in there. It's like, girl, please. The only reason that your husband got that boy is because he slept with this man's wife. So stop it. Just stop. So anywho, um, you know, that whole situation was what it was. I did not like it. But okay. So another thing that happened from this whole wedding was Jack and Phyllis. So they, uh, Phyllis obviously had a con. Well, she had a conversation with Diane. Diane triggered her by saying, "You know, maybe Jack and Kyle would forgive me." And oh my gosh, she took that as if Diane wanted to be with Jack, so she wanted to plant her flag on her territory by sleeping with Jack. Now, he, she's been playing cat and mouse with Jack for the last hmm, six to eight months. And all of a sudden, when Diane you know, says what she says and Phyllis feels threatened, now all of a sudden she wants to sleep with Jack. I'm like, girl, you marking your territory, come on. And it's just like Diane said, quit playing, quit playing. Because you could have been slept with that dude. You blew up your whole relationship with Nick just to get with him. When when um, Jack says, oh, let's just be friends, you got pissed off. You decided to create distance. And then the moment Diane come back to town and say what she say, now it's like, let me seduce him and mark my territory. So, therefore, Jack can really turn against you. Girl, that ain't it. That ain't the way to do it. Because at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with Jack. It comes down to what Kyle wants to do with his mother. Then this unholy alliance with Phyllis and Ashley. They both have... What did she say? The enemy of my enemy is my friend or something like that. So because Phyllis and Ashley are enemies... Their common goal, which made them friends in the moment, is the dislike of Diane. And I'm like, it doesn't have anything to do with you, Ashley. And they're vowing to keep Kyle away from his mother. And I'm like, okay, here we go. All this outside influence. And get it, I understand Diane did some crazy stuff back in the day. The other crazy thing is when Summer said... She really hasn't proved anything to me. You just got back to town yesterday and you saw her once at the, at the party when she crashed it. What do you mean? I mean, that's enough time to get you to make a decision? Kyle has been around her for the past week and don't know. But you can come in one day and be like, and that ain't even your family. And you can come in one day and say, uh, I don't think she's changed. She hasn't proven it to me. I'm like, girl, go sit down. By the way, what do you guys think of the new actress that's playing Summer? I actually like her. I got to give her some more time to see what she's going to do. You know, do you guys like her? Do you think she's going to be a good fit? She got some big shoes to fill when it comes to trying to fill Hunter King position as Summer Newman back in the day, you know? So, we would have to see. If she can actually feel those big shoes. But, yeah, that's going to blow up in their face. The more and more they push to try to keep Kyle away from Diane, the worse it's going to get. They need to go look at what happened to Steffi, Finn, and Sheila. So, but all in all, um, I'm trying to think what else happened this week. We Most of the week, like I said, was about... Tessa and Mariah. Um, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about Summer being back in town. Look like next week, the week of the 23rd, look like we have an unholy alliance, which we have been talking about for weeks on this podcast between Ashlyn Locke and Diane Jenkins because they have one common denominator in this and that's kyle and harrison and they're both connected so we definitely have to wait and see what happens with those two um i think that's pretty much it because we really did not have too much of any divine they were at the wedding um oh esther So, Esther's trying to find a man, y'all. She got this date nap. They gave us some clips from the past about her dating history and the the dudes that she picked. There was no, you know, she wasn't a good choice. She wasn't picking a good choice of men. And And Chloe, there that sound is again. Chloe tried to help her set up her date nap and she got a bite. So from what i understand according to the spoilers they are bringing esther back with more airtime, but they're also going to bring her back with this new man and i forgot his name the actor but we'll have to see what that's going to look like so i'm curious i'm very very curious to see um you know if this is going to be an interesting storyline right Okay, um, um, yeah, we covered just about everything, because a large chunk of the week was mostly the wedding, and then the last day and a half, they tried to squeeze in all of these other little storylines, so, but yeah, let me, let me know what you guys think about the new summer new man, um, what do you think about Jack and Phyllis, um, was she really, interested in moving things along or was she trying to mark her territory? Do you guys think that Kyle and Summer were wrong for keeping Harrison away from Ashlyn? And um what do you think about the triangle? Do you think that uh, Allie is a good fit for Noah or um, you know, Tessa's sister, Crystal? So, we will have to see. We got through that one really quick this week. Because normally we spent about an hour on The Young and the Restless. But they really didn't have a lot of storylines for this week. So, But it was a gorgeous wedding. I will tell you that much. Alright. Let's move on to the Bows of Beautiful for the week of May, uh, of, uh, May 16th. Here's the summary uh sheila is arrested and then ridge expresses regret for not being there for his wife ridge asks how he can choose between two great women quinn and eric unite to help the forrester family in their time of crisis and then we see brooke decides to visit sheila in jail to give her a piece of her mind Oh, guys, guys, guys. So, she was hauled off to jail. We did see that um, earlier this week, late last week. Um, because she confessed. And it also came out that she switched the labels on the bottle. Which is the subject for this week. <coughs> and... That was the running joke of the week. Because one part of the running joke was the fact that Thomas didn't say anything. The other running part of the joke of this whole thing is whether or not Ridge should go back to Taylor's or stay with Brooke, his wife. Now, what I did see was a lot of Brooke cheerleaders. Eric. Eric. Uh, I'm surprised Quinn didn't say anything back when Eric told her. I also saw, um, we got to see Wyatt and Bill on screen this week. They were cheerleaders. Liam is always a cheerleader for Brooke because of his wife, uh, Hope. But when you look at this whole thing, yes, Sheila did a horrible thing by knocking her off her sobriety. But her choice, sober or not, to kiss Deacon, he slept in her bed where her husband sleeps. And when Ridge and Deacon had the fight in the um, janitor's room, she supported Deacon. She She stuck up for him, supported him. She was completely sober in that moment. How do Ridge actually forget that that happened? Now, everybody else is like, oh, he's a bonehead. She makes mistakes and blah, 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 yada, yada. Now, the crazy thing is, is that Brooke always called everybody out for their mistakes, whether it's as small as a kiss, cheating, whatever. But when it's her turn, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. And a lot of people, when I was coming down on Steffi the last several weeks, because she and her brother does have a part in the end result. They do. Um, people was calling me, oh, you're a Steffi hater. You know, blah, blah, blah. You like Brooke. I'm like, uh, Brooke needs to take some accountability too. I call it down the middle. Steffi and her brother Thomas mishandled this entire situation. They should have listened to her mother because most people are like, oh, you're a horrible psychologist. She had the right idea in the beginning. Taylor's idea was to keep an eye closely and analyze the behavior. Whereas Thomas and, um, well, especially Steffi, was to confront. And so was Brooke. All Brooke wanted to confront. That's how they got in this situation. You don't attack a monster. You don't push a stick at a snake. I mean, seriously. Why would you poke that? And I think Sheila is worse off than Diane and Ashlyn. I mean, they've done some crazy things. But Sheila is far worse. But you continue to try to intimidate this person who you cannot because she doesn't have any empathy. There's no emotion there. So if you're trying to get a rise out of this woman, it's not going to work. Getting a rise out of her, doing all these old crazy things, you're wasting your time. All you're doing is antagonizing and Brooke did that when she met at, met um, Sheila at our Gildino's back in the day telling her I'm going to keep you from your son. I'm going to keep you from your grandson. Let Ridge handle that. Let's, you know, let them let them handle that cuz it, and it wasn't right for her to do that. But I mean, what did you expect? Don't jump in a monster's face. I mean, seriously. Would you slap a bear and then get mad at the bear for slapping you back? That's crazy. But they don't learn, so that's how that started. Then the other piece to this is Thomas. Thomas was carrying that secret with Sheila for weeks. Trying to keep the family together. And like, I, you know, honestly, as much as Ridge is a waffler like Liam. He was absolutely correct by telling Thomas, that's not your call. It's my decision. So he should have been able to speak up and say something to his family to say, hey. You don't. you can't believe what Sheila did. Sheila was the one behind the whole alcohol thing with Brooke. This would have been a non-issue. The other problem is your sister. Your sister saw that whole interaction in the alley. And instead of pulling your brother to the side to say, what the heck is going on? I heard what you said to Sheila. No, you jump up in the monster's face too. And as many times as Sheila said, like she said, she tried to de-escalate the situation. Steffi kept coming. That was her opportunity to walk out. She had several opportunities. So, as much as Sheila pulled the trigger, which she has some accountability for that. Especially since she shot her son in the process. The other part of that accountability has to come from the people who were also involved. And they are not taking any of it. Maybe, just maybe a little bit is coming from Thomas. As we saw in today's episode when both Taylor and Ridge talked to him. Because they were pissed off. But they they have to look at their behavior that got them to this point. There's so many things that could have been done differently. To not escalate it to the point where you got shot. Put yourself in the hospital with the hands of Sheila. And your husband is gone. When you should have left, call your husband, talk to your brother, pull the family together and say, this is what the heck is going on. But no, you want to be big, bad, and controlling like she said. And this mess got 10 times worse. It was bad that he kept the secret, but it was also bad what happened after that. And then the end result was Sheila, which she needs to take accountability for that. Absolutely. So yeah. Um now moving forward on the other side of this thing is Ridge trying to figure out that even though, you know, the whole thing happened with his wife, he still haven't overlooked um the fact that that actually happened. Right? So He's like, uh, I, I still ain't forgot everything you did. And, you know, it's bad, and I want you to know what Sheila did. But, uh, uh, yeah, you screwed up, sis. So, I need some time to think. I'm not going over to stay with Steffi anymore. I'm going to stay with Pops. You know, and, I mean, I would say he needs the space. He needs to figure that out. And I'm glad Taylor is also giving him the space to do that. You know, uh, of course, Brooke is pressuring him a little bit because that's his wife. They're still married. Taylor has no choice to take a step back. That's not your husband. You know, but he does need to figure out what he wants to do. More than likely, as is usual, this whole destiny thing, he probably going to end up back with Brooke. We'll have to see. But I'm wondering if this whole storyline where Ridge is moving back in with his pops, would that blow up the spot when it comes to him dealing with Donna? So, you know, that whole secret got to come out eventually. Um, Let's see. What else happened this week? Uh, Deacon. So, Deacon found out what happened. And he's also a cheerleader for Brooke. You know, he's over there with Taylor. Taylor's a nice person, but, you know, he's missing out on a good woman with Brooke. Brooke got a lot of cheerleaders. A lot. Eric and Bill and Deacon and Liam and Taylor got Steffi. That's it. So, you four against one on who Ridge should be with. But... I don't know I just they need to actually bring some more people to the show shake this thing up all they keep doing is rotating you know it's it. I guess it keeps it interesting because you do have Steffi fans when it comes to Liam you got Steffi fans you got Hope fans when it comes to uh, Ridge you got Brooke fans you got Taylor fans so you know they try to keep it going back and forth to keep it interesting right it is what it is But, um, yeah, he needs to figure that out. He really do. What's the deal? You know, um, what he's going to decide. Well, first of all, before he decides to be with anybody, he can need to clean up that situation of a marriage. So if you're not going to be with her, get a divorce. If you're going to be with her, fix the marriage. Don't sit back and like... Well, I want to be with Taylor. You cannot be with Taylor until you clean up the, the situation with, with Brooke. And she knows that. She's in a better position, per se, versus with Taylor, you know. And honestly, I like the new Taylor. She's different. I like both actresses, Hunter Tylo and the new Taylor. But, yeah, I this whole... They got... I'm surprised. We just came off of one triangle with Hope, Liam, and Brooke. I mean, Hope, Liam, and um, Steffi. And then they gave us a break because Finn was in the middle of this. And then they got this whole thing with Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor. So, you know, it's a never-ending process with this. It's just so crazy. I'm about over it at this point. You know, I just wish they would bring in some new actors and actresses to kind of mix it up a bit. Bring some other lady working at Forrester to kind of turn Ridge's head and give the whole Taylor Brook thing a break. They've been doing this for years. I mean with liam with Liam and uh hope i mean Liam hope and Steffi that whole thing was going on since two thousand and twelve. Or 2008, 2012, something like that. You talking 10 years of that back and forth. Give us a break. Give, Bring some new actresses, actors on and kind of shake it up. It was a good thing that they brought in Tanner Novlin, the guy that plays Finn, to kind of give Steffi a break from that whole thing. Now he's gone. And then it looks like Finn, I mean, that it looks like Liam is still worried about Steffi, which... When when uh Liam gets worried about one of those two women, he put on his cape all the time. And one some the other woman he's with gets hurt and the other woman is like, hey, I won. And you know, it's just we need to give her the rest. Where's Katie? We ain't seen her. Where's Wyatt's wife? Shauna. All of that. You know, try you tried ridge with Shauna. Now Bring in a new if, um because I know the other actress, Denise Richards. I think she might still be on the Housewives or something, Real Housewives or whatever. So if she doesn't have the time, bring in another Shauna. Let Ridge try to rekindle what they tried to do in Vegas or something. And that'll kind of give Brooke and Taylor a break. Let Brooke maybe explore some things with Deacon. I would be open to that. Something different. You know. Um, Bill. They left us hanging years ago. With the whole Bill and Steffi situation. Yeah, but that's kind of creepy at this point. Because. He has a grandchild. Which you know. She, she has a, a son. I mean a daughter. With his son. So I don't know. That's not going to work now. Maybe before. Her daughter was born or the the daughter character was born on the show. Maybe they should have just uh, pushed the thing then. But now that, you know, Bill has a granddaughter by Steffi, that looks kind of weird. So, man, we can't go back to that. That's kind of creepy. But they got to bring in somebody for Steffi. Please don't give us that triangle again. Please, please, pretty, please, pretty, please. Enough of that whole thing and then Thomas give him a girlfriend he um, the one of the models somebody or if you're going to move Liam out of the mix let us go back and explore this whole thing with Thomas and Hope see how that work out you know i mean they share Douglas which i don't understand why <sighs> thomas don't never get to have douglas well he don't have a house do he because he's looking for a place that they should have brought that to an end as well that whole thing is just crazy but um you know kind of bring some folks in and shake some stuff up you know so we get some new different romances instead of this recycled stuff it's just crazy to me what do you think guys let me know All right, now there's this other scene that I thought was an absolute waste of time and it was ridiculous. And that's this whole thing with Brooke showing up at the um, police station to have a word with Sheila. She wanted to jump in her face and tell her off and confront her. And she was looking at her like looking through her as if she's staring at that door. Because psychopaths don't have emotion. You can't trigger a psychopath. The only thing you can do to trigger a psychopath is try to attack them. You see how she jumped at Brooke like a snake would, right? So why would you try to confront this lady? You don't scare her. You're not going to get a rise out of her. You're not going to trigger her, you know. And the woman is clearly saying, I wanted to be with my son. And they keep saying, you shot your son as if you shot him in cold blood. She was trying to shoot Steffi. And if Steffi should have got her butt out of there in the first place and told her husband before he got there, this wouldn't be an issue. And the thing is, she didn't even come there to even really talk about the shooting. She came there to talk about the alcohol switch, which, I mean, I'm going to call her Diane. Uh, Sheila was like, I have no empathy. I will not apologize what I did to you at all. That's why I'm saying it was a waste of time. It was a waste of time to for Brooke to bring her butt down there to try to even talk to a person who don't have emotions she don't I want to confront you I want to tell you about yourself you're a horrible person for what you did to me okay and she'll look I mean yeah she was looking like okay ah uh, yeah and I'm not sorry about it now what? And she scared the crap out of her with that maniacal laugh when they pulled her away and she was like, I'll be back. She told that to Ridge and Steffi and Taylor too. She Something is going to happen. Either Sheila's going to break out or she's going to get off on some technicality. One of the two. So... You know, while they continue to poke, poke, poke and talk trash to this lady. I have a feeling that this girl is going to have, she's going to have a big comeback in a minute with this whole situation. And they just won't leave her alone. You know, I mean, you would think Brooke should have learned from what Steffi's situation was. Stop jumping in a psychopath's face. It makes zero sense. You cannot. And I mean, I got to at least say with the whole situation in the alley, Sheila tried to de-escalate that situation twice. Twice. But Steffi kept saying, I'm in control. I'm going to do this. Are you going to do what I tell you to do. And I'm like, girl, just get out of there. Leave. Leave her right by the dumpster where she stands. Go find your husband. Go talk to your brother to get the full story and then go talk to your parents. But they want to confront this lady. It, it's just, it's mind boggling. And I get it. I understand why people are pissed off at Sheila because she was the one that fired the gun. But you don't, as the person that's in front of that gun, you don't poke the bear. You don't poke the person that's about to shoot you. It's stupid. It's a bad choice. It's a bad decision. You don't see somebody on the street that look like they're crazy and look like they're about to destroy property and, you know, about to, you know, shoot a weapon or whatever the situation is. Do you walk up on them and confront them unarmed yourself? No, it's a dumb decision. So for people to think that, Steffi made the right moves in that alley, and Thomas kept that secret for so long from everybody. You guys have some responsibility in this, it's not all on Sheila. She was horrible for what she did to Steffi the fact that she tried to kill her, she hid evidence, she's standing at the hospital while everybody's sad and grieving. Knowing full well she was the cause of the problem. Yeah, that's horrible. But there's two other people that have some accountability here too. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can't sit up there and say, I made a cake, but you don't know how you got the steps to get to that cake being made. How did you get the? Or if the cake is busted... Or it uh how do they say the cake the center drops in the oven? You can't get mad at the cake when it dropped. What did you do for that cake to drop? Did you jump? Did you close the door too fast? What was it that caused the, the cake to fall? Yeah, it fell. Yeah, she was shot the gun. She did a lot of stuff, but some stuff led up to that point and I'm just saying. It might be an unpopular opinion, but it is what it is. And Brooke going up there to confront her did nothing. Because all it did was put fear in her to let Brooke know that "Mm, maybe this is not over as she was saying. Maybe she's going to get out. You keep poking the bear. What do you think is going to happen? All of them. Same thing as I said With the Young and the Restless. When it comes to Diane Jenkins and Ashlyn Locke. Keep poking the bear. What do you think is going to happen? Especially when you're talking about somebody's kids. In this case, Finn and Hayes. In Diane and Ashlyn's case, Harrison and Kyle. Stay out of that mess. Let them figure that out. And honestly... Finn should have been given the opportunity to figure out this relationship and make a decision for himself, not being told what to do. He's a grown man. He's a doctor. He ain't stupid. But Steffi wanted to control him. She wanted to control everything around her and implode it. Thanks to the help of her brother. Same thing I saying with Kyle. And this whole thing with Harrison, you gotta let them sort that out. Otherwise it's gonna blow up in your face. And with uh, as I said earlier, with Ashlyn Locke and Diane Jenkins teaming up, that's like two if you if you watch the weather or you're into like weather stories or watch the weather channel, you ever heard of supercells and you have one supercell moving one direction? Another supercell moving the other direction, and the two supercells meet. They make the perfect storm. Do you want that storm to rain down not only on the Newmans, the Abbots, and anybody else in GC? Look at what has happened in L.A. So, I'm just saying. But, hey, at the end of the day, it's just dopes, right? We always have fun over here. And um, it was a pretty interesting week. Um, I think the weeks before I had a lot more dialogue and content that we got to talk about. Um, with the Young and the Restless having most of the week surrounding their uh, Tariah's wedding. And then this week um, on The Bold and the Beautiful where it surrounded the truth coming out about Brooke's sobriety. You know, it was what it was. So we will see. All right, guys, this is it. I know it was kind of short, one short and sweet. But the dialogue was short and sweet this week with both the soaps. I hope you enjoyed this particular episode of CBS Soap Dish Recap. Um, Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, week of five sixteen. We have to do uh the flip the script. So my flip the script for this week on The Young and the Restless would have been if that whole conversation between Amanda and, um, and Phyllis and Phyllis telling her, oh, she tried to do this and she, I'm going to keep her from her son. I would have hoped Amanda would be like, look, I'm coming from a place where I didn't get to know my father and I just, just find out who my mother was because she was also kept from her family too. I think you need to let them fi- let Kyle figure that out because I come from that same place. Amanda comes from something similar, but she didn't say anything. So, that would have been my flip the script where Amanda uh, kind of put Phyllis on notice about what she was doing with interfering with Kyle and her mother. I mean, his mother. On the bold and the beautiful... Um, I just wish that whole interaction with Sheila and Brooke didn't happen. It was a waste of time. Brooke should have never been there. Um, But if I had to pick something else this week, it would have been Thomas saying, no, you know what, this is my fault. Because I should have came forward. It led to the events that trickled down as a domino effect with uh, Steffi being in the alley. She got into it with Sheila. If I had a blew this secret wide open, instead of trying to play matchmaker with my parents, maybe this wouldn't have happened. So I would have wanted him to take a lot more accountability. I know, um, you know, Taylor was trying not to get him to blame himself. She tried to put it all on Sheila, but Thomas was right. Thomas should have spoke up sooner instead of trying to keep them together. Like, rich said it's his call so all right you guys that's it for this week for the week of may 16th looking forward to the week of may 23rd um let me know what you guys think of this particular week drop it in the comment section you guys on youtube uh thank you guys every week for coming back especially you ogs on my podcast for the last three years I really appreciate you. We really appreciate you guys and all you newbies uh, as subscribers on the YouTube side. We really appreciate you as well. So until next week, have a great week and we will talk about the soaps later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at the Young and the Restless. Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more.